1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD, managing weight and wellness. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show. Um, and write down the secret word of that show, and then just email me the, the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. Women
0: diagnosed with ADHD in adulthood are more likely to have depression, be stressed, and have low self-esteem. It's recommended they talk to a professional to develop better life and stress management strategies. But here are some tips. Identify the sources of stress and make changes. Develop healthy self-care habits, such as getting adequate sleep, exercise, and good nutrition. To learn more about ADHD in women, visit chad.org.
1: Uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. One of our favorite guests on Attention Talk Radio is Dr. Roberto Olivardia. He's incredibly great at taking complicated things, making them simple, but also um, talking about things in a real practical way. We were repurposing this interview that was done a while. It was great then. It's great now. We hope you enjoy it. We are here with Dr. Roberto Olivardia, who is a clinical instructor of psychology at Harvard Medical School. He maintains a private psychotherapy practice in Lexington, Massachusetts, where he specializes in treatment of attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, body dysmorphic disorder, and obsessive-compulsive disorder. He also specializes in the treatment of eating disorders in men and boys. He's the co-author and I always have to pause here, uh, Adonis, the Adonis Complex, which is a book which details the various manifestations of body image problems in men. He has taught courses at the University of Massachusetts, Boston, and Boston College, and he's a regular presenter at the annual CHAD and ATTA conferences, among others. And with that, uh, Dr. Olivari, welcome to the show.
0: Oh, thank you for having me, Jeff. Always a pleasure.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's always a pleasure having you. You're, you're kind of one of our favorites. We've done different shows before on on OCD, and we've done some uh, not so obvious solution interviews on attention talk videos, among others So there's always you're, you're always a wealth of information with uh, really great insights and, and, a, and a plethora of ideas. So today, I, this is interesting. We've, we've talked about some some topics around what we're talking about, but never kind of specifically um, into weight regulation. We talked about how uh, weight can be an issue for those with ADHD, but when it comes to re- weight regulation and keeping that together, can, can you tell us about that a little bit and then we can talk a little bit about some of the challenges those with ADHD face and maybe what they can do to help manage it?
0: Sure. I think first is to understand that the there is a relationship that we're seeing, and it's something that um, more and more research studies are also confirming, that there is a high prevalence of obesity in the ADHD population. And this sort of goes against uh, sort of, knowledge or or notions that people had that people, particularly hyperactive ADHD people, might actually be underweight because they're moving all the time and burning so many calories. But actually the opposite tends to be true. And um, gastric bypass clinics are seeing a high prevalence of people with ADHD um, and people with ADD who who talk about the sort of impulsivity around eating. And it makes perfect sense, actually, in the sense that food, is, I mean, we have to eat, and we have to eat multiple times of the day. Uh, Food is a very central part of many social activities, certainly holidays, um, and it's accessible. And for a lot of individuals who might soothe themselves um, through food, that food is, is just always there. So it makes sense that food can be something that could be problematic in that way for a lot of people. And certainly once they gain unwanted weight, then it's the issue of how do they take it off or how do they keep their weight in a healthy place. And that can also be challenging for people with ADD who, sticking to any type of routine of exercise or even just uh, watching what they eat. Uh, in terms of just healthy eating could be very difficult because there's, there's a lot of executive demand on that. You know, we don't think of eating as something that requires a lot of executive functions, but it actually does because the organization, the decision-making, the time management, all of those things are very central in eating healthy and keeping your weight uh, regulated and, and keeping yourself healthy.
1: Dr., can I interrupt you right there? Can can we just rewind back there about the executive functioning in this? Because I've learned a lot of this from you and some other people, but if we break this down, when it comes to eating, there's a planning function that takes place before you even go to the grocery store, which can be troublesome. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely,
0: definitely. I mean, when we think about if we want to eat healthy, we really should be thinking about food hours before we plan on eating it. So what a lot of people, a lot of my clients with ADD will do is that they think about what they're going to eat at the time that their stomach is growling, and that's way too late. Because at that point, yep. not only do we are we impatient, and that would be true for any of us, or would we be impatient to think about what we're going to eat, but our body is actually at that point, more uh, it's it's almost more gravitating itself towards high fat high carb food because it's yep. it's starving it's hungry yep. so when you think about healthy meal planning it would be something that uh, might even occur the night before to say okay tomorrow yep. I'm going to have this for breakfast and this I'm going to have for lunch and this for dinner and then on top of that you say okay let's say if I want to have chicken for dinner um, do I have Chicken in the refrigerator. Is it yep. defrosted or is it in the freezer? Do yep. I have the ingri- the seasonings that I want? Um, all yep. of those things that that really play a part in that. And then you have to also manage whatever else it is you're doing in your day to make sure that you yep. are leaving enough time. So you have to have effective time management. So and then with grocery shopping, uh, definitely it's it's keep having a list. So not to go to the supermarket. Certainly never go to the supermarket when you're hungry because you'll you'll yep. always buy foods that are are probably not as healthy for you, and then and stick with your list. You know, think about what is it that I need, and try not to deviate too much from the list. Um, and you know, bring home sort of yep. foods that you know probably aren't going to be so healthy yep. for you.
1: So so you have the planning. Then you actually have to go with your list and get the food and not bring other stuff home. Then when it's home, I always kind of – this crack cracks me up because I had a client. You have to remember to take the turkey out of the freezer a couple days in advance of Thanksgiving so it can actually defrost. This isn't the night before. It's like a couple days because of the size. Then exactly. Then you have – then you have the time of food prep because so many healthy foods require, you know, vegetables, you've got to go cut them up. So it requires the time management to do that stuff and the ability to do that repetitive and boring routine task and then to sit down there and, and, and somewhat eat on a regular basis as opposed to just when you have them. So this area when we talk about, to me, it's rot with executive functioning issues that are required in order to move forward, so we can see why the research that you're, you're describing to us is, is, is starting to reel so many of those with ADHD have more weight issues because of it. So I didn't want to air up too much, but I really wanted to kind of delve in that it's, there's a lot there when you think about it, and it can be real challenging. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I think that, you
0: know, for, for people with ADHD, that it's important that they don't shame themselves for that because I I can't tell you how often I hear from clients that say, you know, I can't believe that, you know, eating, which is so basic, you know, for everybody else, it, it takes so much, it requires so much effort and especially for parents who have ADHD it's not only just about their own eating and health but how they feed their children and that can make any parent feel guilty if they feel that they're not doing right by their children and what I tell people is this is what ADD is it's, it's, it's these um, routine tasks that are the ones that are most effective thing, uh, that are affected things like eating, things like sleeping um, that are all very very important to, to work with, but also to help people understand that it is many many different executive demands that uh, just come easy to a lot of people, but unfortunately for a lot of people with ADD uh, don't and, and it's very important too that people understand and and really just be honest with themselves and and realistic about, you know, what are, like, don't set yourself up that if you're saying, okay, I'm going to make a four-course dinner uh, tomorrow, and you know that that's really going to be probably over your head, don't set yourself up. It's okay to to think of simple ways to eat healthy. Eating healthy doesn't mean you have to... Uh, break your bank or to you know consider t- 20 different appetizers and everything it's um you can do it in a relatively simple way
1: yeah and, and I, I towards the end of the show I actually kind of want to get into some tactical type things because I got some thoughts and I think that can really help because you're right you, you, this doesn't have to be a you know five course gourmet meal in order to eat healthy and there's some s- kind of simple things that you can do um Dr. Alberti we need to run to a break um but but when we come back, one of the things I want to talk about is is the notion of lifestyle and diet, because also often I hear people well, i'm going to go on a diet, and to me I, you know when I look up diet it's you know particularly like you know what's the diet of a of a lion well, it's you know live meat it's it's kind of what they eat, not necessarily this kind mm-hmm. of special thing and I think you've got some some great thoughts on that so we'll we'll hit that when we come back um we've had you on so many times before. Has anything changed? If anybody has got any questions or need to contact you, is your email address the best place to reach out to you?
0: Yes, that would be my email address, which is Roberto underscore Olivardia
1: at hms.harvard.edu. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Our secret word tonight is wait. You're alive. You're-